and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, LJ Renee, how are you? I am doing well. How, how are you doing? Oh, you know, I am blessed and highly favored and living for that weekend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm highly favored, good. just like Mary. <laughs> living for the weekend. Hey, living so last week we talked about the Advent season. Let's look at some verses in in Isaiah uh, today and talk about Christmas because we are just a few days away. So I think that would be wonderful to talk about Christmas. Amen. I agree with you. It's the season. Um, yeah. So if you want to read the first verse in seven and I'll read the verse in nine. Okay. Great. Um, in Isaiah uh, chapter seven, uh, verse 14, it says, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Amen. And in Isaiah 9, verse number 6, and this is the Passion Translation, it says, A child has been born for us. A son has been given to us. The responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders and his name will be the wonderful one, mm. the extraordinary strategist, the mighty God, the father of eternity and the prince of peace. Amen. That's awesome right Hallelujah. there. Hallelujah. He is all of those things. Yes, yes he Amen. is. Uh, and so let's pray over this and then let's just talk about Jesus. Amen. Dear God, thank you for your word. We thank you for your fulfilled promise. We thank you, oh God, for Jesus Christ, our Lord, the savior of the world. We thank you for this day that you have made and for allowing us the privilege and the opportunity to bask in your presence and to celebrate your greatness. I thank you, God, for illuminating the eyes of our understanding as we share wisdom from your word, that all those who hear it, oh God, might mix it with faith, believe upon you and receive your salvation. Thank you for being the light to those who sit in darkness, the hope to those who are in despair, the solution to those who have dilemma. And thank you for being the savior for all of us who were lost in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So LJ Renee, we're just talking about Christmas and Jesus. What does Christmas mean to you? You know, Twyla, I was reading when I read this scripture in Isaiah 7, the 14th verse, and it says, and he shall be called 
and it's and uh, it says and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. And when Jesus Christ came in the world, that's what first of all it says that he came that he would destroy the works of the enemy. But most of all is that God dwelled among us. There was no more separation. There was nothing that hindered us from having a relationship with him. So God is in the midst of us. Emmanuel, God is with us. And when you think about it, when I think about that, I think that, you know, that what a great um, explanation of this, that God is with us, that he's given us salvation. Those who believe in him shall receive uh, salvation and eternal life. And not only that, but any work of the enemy in our lives, whether it's through sickness or disease or confusion or whatever it is, that the power, the reason why he came is to destroy those works in our lives. Otherwise, we would have been subjected to the devil, but he came and destroyed the works of the devil. Hallelujah. That's what it means to me. And you know, Amen. that verse says, therefore the Lord himself, mm. he didn't, he didn't, he didn't assign this out to angels or servants, but the Lord himself shall give you a sign is what the King James version says of that verse 14, uh, chapter seven, verse 14, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. And this is the sign. Uh, he's going to orchestrate this himself. He's going to bring it to pass himself. He's going to make sure that there is no room for error in the implementation of the perfect plan of salvation that he brought down to man. And Amen. He himself, basically, when he says he, the way I, the way I interpret these scriptures for my heart's sake, when it says he himself shall give you a sign and it says, behold, a virgin shall conceive, he is orchestrating the plan, the perfect plan of salvation. And he himself is that sign. He himself yes, is. is that Lord. He himself is that God. All of the descriptors that I read from chapter nine, verse six, when it says he shall be the wonderful one, that's he himself. He shall be the extraordinary strategist. He himself, <laughs> he shall be the mighty God. He himself, the father of eternity, he himself, and the prince of peace. Who else but he, he himself? Didn't, didn't assign it to nobody. It said in one part of it, it said it was him wrapped himself in flesh. He himself. He himself <laughs> came down through 42 generations. He himself Ooh, was born of a woman. He himself. You know, there, there was a song I've been playing, of course, I'm sure every, well, I don't know if everyone, but many of us have been playing Christmas songs. I actually pr play, it's my little old secret, but I play Christmas songs all the time, like not just at Christmas, not just in November and December, but one of the songs, and I can't remember which song it is, but I know, remember the words of it, and uh, and it says, I might mix it up a little bit, but the sentiment is correct, but it says, Mary, did you know? Mm -hmm. your baby boy and then it gives a whole bunch of descriptions with one day walk on water and do all these wonderful things and it says did you know that when you kissed your yes, baby yes. boy you kissed the face of god yes <laughs> I like that. every time i sing that song lawana 
when when they sing and i think i can't remember who's singing this whitney or cc singing the verse uh, that guy named but when they say when you kissed your baby boy yes you kissed the face of god oh, I, I mean you're holding an infant that they didn't even have room enough for you in the hotel the the back then hotel version the inn they didn't even have room enough to let you in the inn so he had to be born in a stable a manger it, you holding this baby boy and when you, cause you know, every mother bends down and kisses the face of their beautiful bundle of joy. And, and they said, Mary, did you know when you kissed your baby boy, you were kissing the face of God, the eternal God, the God of eternity, the mighty God, the extraordinary strategist, the wonderful one. The Did you know? <laughs> yeah. I love that song. I, you know what? That is true. That is absolutely true. I, I like that verse as well. But when you were saying that, another song that I like too, this just um, just a portion of that. It says, let every heart prepare him room. Let heaven and nature sing. That thought, I can't remember the, the I mean, I can sing it, but um, Go on Let heaven and nature sing Let heaven and nature sing But anyway Christ is born But it says let every heart Prepare him room That's I mean joy, if it's to not a world, right? joy to the world That's it And that is But he he does bring joy we talked about last week the, the great Advent season, the expectation, the anticipation that the Savior of the world would come. And when he came, he brought joy yes, he <laughs> to the whole wide world. He sure and so, did. You know, and I just want to take this pause for those listening. If you don't have that joy of Jesus, then you are missing out on one of the greatest gifts ever given to man. Amen. He brought joy, not just to me, not just to LJ Renee, but he brought joy to all who would receive him. The Bible says to as many as received him, to them, he brought joy and he gave the power to become the sons of God. Sons of God. And you know what, Twilight? That is so true because even as you're saying that, I remember when uh, I gave my, well, you know how you, you know, you, you, we were raised in the church, but then it comes to a point where you have to decide for yourself to live for him. And I just remember when it was two times, one, when I rededicated my life to the Lord, that joy of the love, the love of God flooded my soul. And the second one time is when uh, I was baptized in the Holy, in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, that brought joy because now, you know, you think about it, the Holy Spirit is him now living in you because now you're the temple of God. And we have to have that understanding of who he is to us. You, you know? ever notice that all the great moments in your life, he didn't, he didn't farm out to nobody, but he did it himself. When he needed us to have a sign, he himself became that seed that was dropped in the in the womb of the virgin he became mm -hmm. the eternal god the wonderful one the might the eternal uh, father of eternity he himself 
when he needed that great comforter to come that you said was the other greatest moment of your life, mm -hmm. he himself is the comforter, as you yes, just said. He didn't farm it out, but he himself. <laughs> we got is the, or the comforter, the, the paraclete, the one that comes alongside of you, the advocate or the lawyer in the courtroom. <laughs> he himself. <laughs> he himself. <laughs> You know? And you know, so so when I think about it from for me, it's not too too different, actually, just only in my own terms. But what does Christmas mean to me is really the greatest gift ever given yeah. to mankind. He himself. He himself. He gave us the greatest gift. And you know, at Christmas, we are always, you know, we we commemorate it and, and celebrate it with giving of gifts. Why do we do that? Uh, we it may have become a little con, uh, a little murky, like getting away from the original. Yes. But the the original intent of doing that was to emulate what he did. He gave the greatest gift, and he brought joy. So Christmas, uh, when the way we celebrated, and it is getting a little diluted, I will say. But the way we celebrated is we do what he did. We give gifts. And we bring joy. When you give me a gift, I'm happy. I'm joyous. I'm glad. And I give. And I give uh, other people a gift. So we. I. I've always thought this personally that I am the most like Christ when I am loving and giving, because He so Amen. loved the world that He Amen. gave the greatest gift ever given to man. Yes. So when you love those around you, enemies and friends alike, when you love. You are like Christ. He is the embodiment of love, the essence of love. And when you give, you are emulating what he did. He gave. He so loved that that love compelled him to give. So to me, Christmas is all about the greatest gift ever given to mankind. Amen. And you know what, Twyla? When we were years ago, um, you know, we talked about how now the enemy is trying to dilute and even if he could, he would try, you know, to remove Christ, you know, uh, out of the earth, out of the hearts of men. But he can't do that. But I remember a time that during this season, when you go to work, you know, people that you probably didn't even like, didn't even like, that atmosphere created the love. Like it created a giving spirit. It created a fellowship. People would bring in food and and or, and desserts and you know, you sit down at the table and you just, you know, you just had a good time with one. You weren't thinking about who offended you or anything like that. That whole atmosphere uh, was created in, in, in this season when we were, when I was growing up um, and even working, you know, you just came together. All that other stuff, it seemed like it disappeared. When you go into the stores, it was so decorated that everybody was polite to one another. It just had that, um, it just had the, his presence. And that's where we need to remember is that Jesus is the reason for this season. And to remember that through him, we receive love and to give love, to give gifts to people. I, you know, it, it just was his presence there. It was a different feeling than, than I have, than I, than I experienced now, excuse me, with others. Amen. It It's just, I, and I think that uh, we should give, I hope that we do, we should give not expecting anything in return, right? 
is the joy the joy of the season is in giving the bible doesn't say so god so loved the world that he gave and he waited on you to give back to him no he, well, he said unconditional in spite unconditionally. of yourself. while he we put, were yes, he so put it out saying. there and said whosoever will receive that's right receive this great that's gift right. that i'm giving and so i think that uh, i think that all of us uh, we want to give with that pure that kind of purity of heart give expecting nothing in return matter of fact it's it's the when the bible says it's more blessed to give than to receive uh, again i think because when we're giving we are emulating jesus christ and i always thought of it like this who who among us wouldn't want uh, who wouldn't enjoy someone squeezing a thousand dollars in your hand right we would yeah. all i mean we would all be pretty happy but lj renee i know my thinking might be a little different than others but I always look at that on the flip side. Of course, I would want someone to squeeze $1,000 in my hand. But what if you were the one with the ability so to long. squeeze $1,000 in someone's hand? Because the truth is, if I'm squeezing 1000 in your hand, how many do I have in my pocket? Yeah, absolutely. Right? So it yeah. is more blessed to give than to receive. You're going to be, and look at the joy you bring to people when you're able to do for them not expecting or needing anything in return and you you feel that exuberance and that and that joy that uh that comes with those who are able to selflessly give of what and the bible says freely you have received so freely give so i believe that at christmas if we could admonish you to do anything um for me there'd be two one is to remember to always keep Christ as the center of everything, center. always, and to practice giving and loving like he did, uh, according to all the verses, but John 3, 16 wraps it up so beautifully. He so loved that he gave. gave. So if we would uh, remember Christ in everything we do and emulate him in all that we, in all that we do, I think we would then get back a resemblance of that joy of Christmas that you talked about we used to have. And you're right. It used to be, it just used to be in the air. I oh, mean, it, it used yes, to it be in the air. Attitude. Yes, it was. Even the <laughs> store clerks, it was, it was different. Now it's, you know, it's the coldness or uh, it just doesn't have that same feel. But you, you know, know what I it used that. to remind me of? And this is probably why this is one of my absolute favorite movies. You remember at the end of It's a Wonderful Life ah, when, yes, um, when he's running through the streets saying, Merry Christmas, you wonderful building and loans. Merry yes. Christmas. And he's saying Merry Christmas to everything and everybody, inanimate objects and people and everything because he's so happy. That's what Christmas, that's why I love that movie because at the very end, it just, that's the joy of Christmas. You used to, I used to love just going, not, not needing to buy stuff because that's stressful, but I used to love just going to the stores on Christmas Eve because the, the joy, the, the hustle, the bustle, the, the, uh, everybody the was happy. I mean, unless you were the one needing to buy that last minute gift, everybody was happy and smiling. Like you said, the clerks were happy. And it just, I just love to be in that atmosphere. And they I said Merry see. Christmas instead it's, of Happy it, Holiday. It was Merry Christmas. I know Happy Holiday. It was Merry Christmas. But you know oh. what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, I just, I just love that 
that joy, that exuberance. And, and if we don't see it like we used to, how about if we be it, right? If we absolutely, absolutely. And Twyla, two things. One is you talked about that movie. One of the things that I liked about it as well is that he was able to see. And I'm talking to anyone that's out there, particularly in this season. Sometimes you want to know if your life matters. That What I liked about that movie too is that he was actually able to see if he had not been born, who, mm. whose life would have been affected. And, and then, you know, when he had that opportunity, when he realized that he did not die and he was so joyful uh, for, for just being able to be alive and appreciating, you know, his family and appreciating the, the, the journey that he'd been on. Cause you know, he was trying to leave out of that place but he couldn't, but he began to start, you know, if we could do that, even in this, this particular season in the Christmas season, if we really just meditate upon those things and I'm sure that it will bring us joy. The second part of it is that we, you confirmed to me even, uh, I think it was like two or three days ago. Uh, I just, I know it's the spirit of the Lord put in my spirit to bless um, this, uh, it's the um, house, like two doors down is for people who are in a group home that, you know, have challenges. And it was just in my spirit to just give them a gift card you know, where they could have pizza or something like that. And I, I am going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go and put it in their mailbox and take it to them. And just for they, for them to uh, enjoy, uh, you know, pizza party or whatever. Um, Man. It's just to do that. But, but Twyla, what I did notice about this, this, they used to put out decorations for Christmas this year. And last year I noticed that they celebrated every other holiday, but when it came to Christmas, it was dark. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's the policy now, what they're having, but I, I noticed that and I, I'm going to find a card and I'm going to just put that gift card in there and just hopefully that it brings joy to everybody in there. It's not many of them, but just to, for the Christmas season, you know, for them to remember it's about giving. It's, it's about, about it is joy. Oh man, the joy that that it brings, right? Especially yes. when you when you um you just had no expectation of something coming from someone and they just are a blessing. Just mm -hmm. for you, mm -hmm. it seems like it's out of the blue. But we thank God that He puts us on the heart and minds of others. And when He does put others on your heart and mind. I pray that you not be slowful or um, or hesitant to respond because you just don't know the joy that you bring to others when you are obedient to what God has put upon your heart. Absolutely. You just don't know. So don't know. if God places, as you mentioned, he placed that on your heart. If God places it upon your heart, do it and do it with joy and gladness. And don't, don't put off for tomorrow or next week. Do it when he puts it upon your heart because the enemy will try to rob you of that. Uh, sure will. Take, have you forget or tell you it's not that important. Or But just do. If God put it upon your heart, do it. Sometimes you'd just be surprised. A simple hug or sharing of a meal, just the littlest things mean so much to people. And if we could just, help spread love at Christmas time. I pray all year round, but especially 
at Christmas time. Because Isaiah, uh, we we I read the verse in Isaiah uh, nine and six, and it says, "A child has been born for us, and a son has been given to us, and the responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders." I mean, mm -hmm. he came the savior of the world, the creator came to dwell among his creation. The light uh, of all uh, of eternity came to dwell among uh, those who were steeped in darkness. And the Bible says that complete dominion, the responsibility of complete dominion rested upon his shoulders. He's called the wonderful one. And he is wonderful indeed. He's called the extraordinary strategist because if this wasn't a strategy uh, pre-planned, carried out with flawless perfection, I mean, I don't know one. Hey, Twyla, listen. Listen, I'll tell you how extraordinary this strategy was. In Micah uh, 5 and 2, and even in Isaiah, in Isaiah, it says that in Isaiah 9 and 6, that this is the scripture that you read, okay, was 740 years before Christ. Mm. You're talking about the strategies. Mm. Then in Micah, it said this, that it was 710 years before Christ. Come on now. That's the wonderful You were walking it down, walking it down. Come on now, before the foundation of the world. And that's yeah, what I love right. in the in the scriptures. Now, now, just in case those listening don't know, the the Bible with the sixty six books, we are so eternally grateful for that uh, that roadmap that that God left for us. But you do know that the Bible itself tells us that if all the things Jesus did were written mm -hmm. and recorded, that the entire earth would be too small to contain the volume of books can he you imagine so much more than what was in them books this is just the this is just the outline the the small tidbits of it but i love in the scriptures when he when he lets us in on insights like when he said i must need go through samaria yeah. I, I, I just love when he basically he's saying i planned this a long time ago i planned it and, and when I get there, something's going to be there. Someone's going to be there waiting on me. They don't even know they're waiting on me, but it's already orchestrated because he is the extraordinary strategist. He said, though they were living in darkness, the mm. light has come. And that's the truth. Because when you think about the woman at the well, when you think about those who were healed, when you think about all the other, like the miracles and signs that were done by the hand of Jesus, when you think about all that, when you think about all that, then you know that, you know, the light has come. The light is not necessarily like you click on the light switch, but he is the light, meaning that he dispelled the darkness. He cast out demons when he came. He healed uh, people uh, when he came. He gave sight to the blind when he came. They were oppressed and depressed by a governmental system that despised them. But when he came, that's the reason why in John 12, in the Passion Translation, it said at this very moment, it changed the whole world. He changed the whole world. The whole world. He said last week. 
That's the right. entire world he changed. The entire and you know, world. You know, another thing about his him being the extraordinary strategist, the ultimate strategist, because in the in the scriptures, the Bible says, you know, no man took his life, but he freely gave it. He laid it down. So even when the enemy thought he was prevailing, the enemy was doing nothing more than ushering in the will of God. Yes. The, the Bible said the seed had to go into the ground. I mean, that is the way it germinates and 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 uh, grows. So that that sacrifice had to be made. Jesus had to go into the ground. And when he gave give up his life, and when he did, he went into the bowels of hell and defeated death, hell, and the gray. He ascended. Yes. He rose with all power in his hand. He His life, yes, he was crucified on that cross, but he could have, you, you know, I was just playing this song a few days ago too. He decided to die. The he Bible, decided. the song says he could, he would not come down from that cross. Uh, but he decided to die. He could have called, yeah. and and you know this is the only thing I took I took a uh, uh, note of the song. Like I disagreed with the song. Uh, I mean, not that he couldn't have done this, but the song says he could have called legions of angels. He could have. That's true. But 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 the way I look at that is because this is the mighty God. I'm like, yeah, he could have called legions of angels, but if he wanted to come down from the cross, he didn't need no angel to do that. <laughs> he could have done it himself. <laughs> well, he told him, you didn't take my life. I gave it. I gave my life as a ransom and a sacrifice. And That's so right. I love that about him. He decided to die. He would not. And I hear that song in my heart right now. He would not come down from that cross to save himself, but he decided to die to save me and you. And I am so eternally grateful for the greatest gift ever given to mankind in the form of Jesus Christ himself, the eternal God, the mighty God, the father of eternity and the prince of peace. He became the sacrifice uh, for our sins. He who knew no sin became sin for you and I. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. Jesus Christ has washed away my sins. And now I sing a brand new song. Amen. Amen. And grace. Amen. And grace. How sweet the sound that so saved the wretch. Always like me. keep Jesus at the forefront of this great season. And for believers, just like we said of Thanksgiving, it's not a day, it's a lifestyle. It's and a lifestyle. so it is of, of Christmas. And by the way, Christmas is two words, right? Is Christ Mass. Christ Mass. As a, right. a Mass is a celebration, right? Right. And Christ is the celebration of Christ. So Christmas is a celebration of Christ. And that's why as believers, you cannot willingly uh, relinquish to the, to the enemy uh, the removal of Christ from Christmas. It's all about him. And yes, so if you take him out, there is no Christmas. Christ there is, is none. This is all about him. So, you know, God bless you with your happy holiday. Wish me happy holiday on Thanksgiving and on, and on, I don't know what the other holidays are, but this one here, uh-uh, this is Christmas, baby. This is Merry this Christmas. Is Christmas. And you know what? Don't put an X in front of it. No, because, no, no, no. Because no. that's the plan of the enemy to cross out Christ. Oh, yes. That's so the devil himself. 
Yes, Christmas is Christmas. Amen. The one way you celebrate him is Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. You say, but on my job, you know, they say it's more politically correct to say holiday. Mm -hmm, But they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't hesitate to say Happy Halloween. So I don't have to say Merry Christmas. That's right. It's still about Jesus Christ. So um, let us pray. We do pray that you, and, and, and here's the other thing too. Uh, when you keep him in the forefront of the reason for the season, I know we say that and it sounds cliche, cliche and it rhymes that Jesus is the reason, but he really is because it is it really Christmas, is. a celebration of Christ. And when you keep him in the forefront of everything that you do and celebrate, you know, we talk about sometimes we we pray for people during the season because it's a heavy season for many. I believe that when you keep Christ at the center of everything, that he, mm-hmm. he himself, he lifts that load, that burden. Uh, he is the heavy load bearer and the uh, he, he will be that one that brings and ushers in the joy. And there won't be this sadness and gloom, but he will replace your gloom with joy and gladness as the reason for the season that you celebrate during Christmas. Amen. Amen. So father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless your name because you alone are truly worthy to be praised. We thank you for the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate gift. Emmanuel, you with us, dwell among us. You wrapped yourself in flesh. Oh, Father God, you yourself came down, my God, and dwelled among us and offered us salvation to everyone who believed in you and have given us the gift of eternal life. And we're grateful, Father, in the precious name of Jesus. I pray for those Oh, God, that in this season, dear Father, that may uh, be remembering the loved ones that are not with them any longer, dear Father, or the family member that's not there, God, Lord, cause joy to just just to flood, dear Father, that atmosphere in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we just thank you. And we, oh, Father, bless your name, oh, God. We pray for those who may be in the hospitals at this, the hospital at this season or the uh nursing home or any facility we're praying for them in the precious name of jesus lord we thank you right now for illuminating us uh, to us dear father the the benefits and the gift of christmas in the precious name of jesus we thank you for so much joy that you flood our soul and this oh god we pray tuning in this has been twyla southhall and lj renee with what does the lord say 
Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.